Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Yadda Yadda. I mean, you know, if you don't know by now, then get out of here. If you do know, stay here because we've got a good party coming your way. And we start with the chairman of World Snooker, Barry Hearn. He was on drive on the returns of fans to sport after the completion of the World Snooker Championship at the famous Crucible Theatre in Sheffield. And he suggested that football clubs can do more to get crowds back into grounds. Lower league football clubs are going to really struggle and lower league are going to go out of business if they don't get fans in. So do the job now. Do what we did with the Crucible, but outdoors is easier. You make it as safe as you can. You get social distancing rules. You take out certain seats. You just live in the real world. It's not going to last forever, you know, but certainly up to Christmas, it's a big opportunity which you must not waste. And you've got to put the work in to make sure it clears government guidelines and that your fans and your staff and your players are, are safe. But we don't put our head in the sand and say it's too much work. It's not. Nothing is too much work. You get it done. Full in business. We've got, to, we've got to make a start to get back to normality or we're going to be stuck in this COVID situation for, you know, it's going to affect a generation, not just a, a, a no, it won't just be a bad year. It's going to be a bad generation. So there's a big job ahead and sport can play its part in changing society, I think, and that's important for all of us. Time now to hear from the wonderful Laura Woods for the first time on his podcast. She, of course, presents Breakfast. She was alongside the ex-Aston Villa and Sunderland striker Darren Bent yesterday morning. And they were speaking to the former Manchester United assistant manager Steve McLaren, looking back at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Europa League exit and their issues up front. Of course, it's the Europa League, so no one really cares about that competition. Glad we're out, actually. I like Martial and I think he's done very very well this season but I think when the, the lights are brightest like this game here semi-final of a European competition you need someone who's going to be ruthless who's going to take them chances because when games are tight like this is this is kind of an anomaly this game because you should never have about four or five clear cut chances mm. like usually it's, it's a lot tighter than that and that's when you need that kind of special centre forward that when the games are tight can take maybe a little half chance and, and score the goals but to have as many chances as Man United did and I said as clear cut chances it's a bit of a worry that is if they had say Harry Kane or do you know what I'd even say Lukaku was still in that United team they both walk off of there with two goals maybe even a hat-trick Martial fantastic player scored goals but in the big games when it really matters he never looked a true goal scorer did he, he did no. you know Van Persie Van Soroy would have chipped that ball over the goalkeeper and, and me and you would have Exactly what Martial, did. Martial is in there sniffing and he's got it back from Pogba and the goalkeeper's made another crucial save this time with his left foot. 
to deny Anthony Martial. I don't think Lukaku fitted in to that Manchester yep. United high, high intensity. And I think they need that. And you're absolutely spot on. A manager is, is helpless if the club don't back him and go for the likes of Haaland. What a perfect fit he yep. would have been. And what he's, I, I've seen him for Dortmund. Incredible player at 19-20. Imagine him in the Manchester United team. That would be so So they're not far away. They're not far away. And staying on the topic of United, this is Danny Murphy who told Jim White without Natalie Sawyer. I don't mean like they've split up. I mean, they were never married, but she was never... She's Anyway, she wasn't on the show. The criticism of defender Harry Maguire is harsh, but the Red Devils do need reinforcements in the form of Jadon Sancho to help the club challenge again. You can't compare him to Van Dijk. Van Dijk's a better player in every aspect. He's never going to be that quick. He's never going to be as good a passer. He's not going to be Van Dijk. But what he has done is made United better. And he's going to get better. United's defensive record since they've since we've come back from COVID has been good. And he's been part of that. He's played every minute of nearly every game, to be fair to him. And he looked a bit leggy. This is Martial's best season in terms of goals, playing through the middle. Can he do that season in, season out? Because he does pick up a lot of injuries. Greenwood's 18, yeah, 19. Yeah. Do you want to rely on him and have to play him every week? Sure. you want to protect him? Sure. So, yes, I think they need someone else. And I think Sancho would be perfect. He makes them a hell of a lot stronger. Some people are talking about they need a striker, a more a more conventional number nine. Not too sure about that. I think if Martial stays fit, he's capable of 20-plus goals a season. But Sancho would be a brilliant signing for Man United. There's no doubt about that. Now, TalkSport understands that Bournemouth accepted an £18.5 million bid from Sheffield United over the weekend for Aaron Ramsdale, who's held talks over personal terms. This seemingly paves the way for Dean Henderson to return to Old Trafford with Manchester United being his parent club. So what does this mean for United's first-choice keeper, David De Gea? Hopefully Danny Murphy and former Old Trafford number one Mark Bosnich on TalkSport 2 have the answers. And just a note to producer Tom, next time, try and write a link that's less than 7,000 words. I can only surmise that Henderson has told Sheffield United he's not going to be there next season. Or United have told Sheffield United he's not going to be there. They're not going to go out and spend £20 million on a goalkeeper to sit on the bench. Let's get that right. So they're bringing Ramsdale into play. Because Henderson's not going to be there. I can't see how a club like Sheffield United is going to spend £20 million on a reserve goalkeeper. I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't think so. So that leaves Henderson where? Well, I'm assuming he must have had conversations with United already. So he's either going back there to be the number one or compete to be the number one, or he's got another move lined up. He's been outstanding for so long, and I think he suffered because of that, because of his standards have been so high for so long. So when they have dipped, which they have done over the last eight, 12 months, you have to say, then, and it's quite noticeable then, um, you know, when somebody has been so good for so long. It is a real toss-up, in my opinion, and only those who are there on the ground watching him train day in, day out, and, and seeing how he is mentally will know 100%. I mean, for me, I would lean towards sticking with him. So maybe he needs not, not only just a competition, competition of, of somebody else at another club like a la, you know, Henderson, but he needs somebody there at the club, you know, pushing him day in, day out as well. And that's something they've probably got to look at. Now this is the Press Box with Danny Kelly, Simon Jordan, Kate Price's ex-husband, and the son, Sean Custis. The show airs Monday night from 7pm, and this is Simon probably whining about something football-related. Well, actually, he's talking about Joe Hart joining Spurs, moaning about Joe Hart joining Spurs. Oh, what's he gone there for? Says Simon. I look at Joe Hart and I was listening to an interesting debate driving up to Hull with uh, last week when Darren Goff and Adrian Durham were talking about Joe Hart and his next move being uh, very key 
to him and how he'd allowed himself to drift and hadn't taken the opportunity to stay at Man City when he could have stayed there and developed himself and how he'd gone to Torino, West Ham and ultimately Burnley and they hadn't worked out. That's because, in my view, he ain't particularly a very good goalkeeper. And I know that there were times during his career when he was given golden gloves or, or won golden gloves but my view of, of of Joe Hart, he was is he was pumped up as a goalkeeper. Now he's pumped up in physicality. Yeah. But I'm very surprised whether it's the homegrown rule that are part of Tottenham's right, thinking, it, yeah. um, or I can't imagine. You know, Mourinho wants passengers, but notwithstanding that, Joe Hart is a is a recognisable face coming into Tottenham as a real number two or number three even. I think it's strange, and I think Sean's absolutely right. Mm. You know, one of the things that Joe Hart also got a lot of criticism for was, whilst it was great for the media, the fact that he would always answer questions and give very strident views, I don't think it was quite so great for some of his colleagues that he played with and some of the managers that he played with that he was quite as forthright in his criticism of the team's performance and individuals during it when he gave post-match interviews. And of course, as you've pointed out, and as Sean rightly pointed out, you know, this manic outlook that he has of you know of, of jumping around like a loon in the, in the tunnel before big games for England you know is something we attach to Joe Hart it isn't unique to us it's what people think of him now yeah. and so to put an image out there which is either it's either a send-up and he's taking the mickey out of himself There's or he's, so just, many or he's pictures, just gormless and carrying on the same one, mantra if there was one I think you know maybe he's doing it for a laugh but there are so many of the photographs now, Mads, oh dear, I've started laughing again. I do hope producer Tom cuts this out. Very, very immature of me. I only apologise. This won't go out, obviously. <clears throat> Start again, Andy, come on. Now, Mads, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I can't do it. I don't think I can do it without laughing. I'll try again, because I'm a professional at heart. Obviously, none of this will go out at the podcast. OK, come on, Andy, be professional. Now, Man City's Champions League ambitions were left in ruins once more after Leon, come on, Leon, shot. Pep Guardiola's side in the quarterfinals in Lisbon, hammering them by three goals to one. Could have been 10-1. Hold on, you, I think that's a mistake, actually, producer Tommy. They got two, didn't they? See, I, just, I turned over just as that ball was coming over to Raheem Sterling. Takes it past the first chance. Yes! Oh! Sterling's missed an open goal. He's missed from five yards out. He's put it over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he what? He didn't. Are you sure you got... How? Okay. Anyway, the former Blues defender Danny Mills told Jim White that City need to win a Champions League or sign Leo Messi to become a global name. Oh, two quite easy things there then. We know where the club has been and we know where the club has come from and, and all the different sort of new owners and, and how settled and, and how magnificent they've been. But to compete with Liverpool, to compete with Manchester United on a global scale, they've either got to sign Mbappe, Neymar, possibly Messi, or they've got to go and win the Champions League, you know, two or three times to be up there with the very, very best and, and compete with Real Madrid. City fans won't like this, but they're not a big club. They are not a global club. They've won the FA Cup. They've won the League Cup. They've won uh, the Premier League several times mm. now. They play a great brand of football. Everything else is sorted, but they haven't won the Champions League. Back now to drive. This is Adrian Durham's rant on Pep and Manchester City. 
he just thinks too much about it. I mean, he, he, there was no need to overthink that team on Saturday night. But he's gone with three centre-halves, which, I mean, have, how long have they been practising that in training? They've gone with defensive midfielders galore. Uh, what is Gundogan? We still don't know. Rodri was playing. Fernandinho is playing. Laporte was playing. Garcia was playing. Laporte looked really poor. He's their best defender, and I didn't think he looked great either. Uh, probably because he didn't know what he was meant to be doing. And I saw Kevin De Bruyne at times was stuck out wide, and I'm thinking he should be running the game from midfield. But it seemed to me that Pep Guardiola didn't want any creativity in midfield. He's completely lost his way overthinking what should have been a very straightforward game. Now, you can call it disrespect to Leon if you want. I don't care about all that. They were seventh when the French season was curtailed. Player for player, Manchester City should be beating Leon. Now, anything can happen over 90 minutes. It's not to do with that, really. Leon played very well. Fair play to him. Good yeah. luck to him in the rest of the tournament. Nothing to do with that. It's about how Man City was set up, the team selection, and the way that they played. Now, the former England manager, Sam Allardyce, had some very strong views yesterday on breakfast regarding the current state of defending across the top leagues. This fear for coaches that if... If you're teaching a defender to clear his lines and clear it and move the ball away from goal and then push up and then and then readdress the situation, then you know then that's always been the basics of how you've been taught for many years. Seems to have gone out the window now. Seems to have the the pressure on coaches for playing out at the back or and 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 keeping the ball has cost so many goals this season. I'd like to see the stats on it. I'd like to see how many goals have been scored by the opposition just pinching balls off defence in the fight in their own defensive third and scoring. And that can't be right. It can't be that. It can't be how football, how football is is termed as a creative, uh, a creative product. That's not creative. That's it's, you know that's taking too many risks in the wrong area. And I think that your high risk levels come in the, in the opposition's half. They don't come in your own defensive third, but that seems to be the way football has developed. And of course, changing the rules makes it worse by having to play or you can play to your centre-half in his own box. Again, that's been, I think, a disaster this season. When the, you know, If it's goals that you want, yes, you're going to get them, but is it? they're not creative goals. That's just good defensive work from the opposition by pressing high, taking the ball off the defenders and putting it in the net by capitalising on their mistakes and that, that is uh, that is the way is the way football is going at the moment Now the H&J team rotated their squad out went Hawksby and Jacobs and in came B team Charlie Baker and X team Max Rushton and with the news Barcelona looked set to replace their manager with Ronald Koeman they got the inside scoop from Andy Goldstein's Transgroup Express's Andy Brassel and the Dutch expert Marcel van der Kran. What he did to the national team, that has been probably one of the most amazing jobs in his, uh, his life uh, as, a, as, a, as a manager because the Dutch team was in pieces, absolutely in pieces. We, did, we thought we, we would never qualify for a World Cup for the next 10 years. Um, the talent was gone, we thought that the skills were gone. We were seeking help from the Germans, from the English, from everyone. And Koeman took charge. Mm. And it was just amazing what he did. You know, he put confidence in players. Again, it's Ronald Koeman. Again, the problem is there. Again, it's a critical moment. He's going to flip one now. He's going to flip one. He's going to flip one. And it's in. Koeman has, has got a real opportunity because he's getting 
the job at a point where Barcelona can't really get much worse because we've got one, maybe two and a half transfer windows, depending on obviously it's been realigned um, with the pandemic. But we've got a lot of transfer business to do, potentially, while Bartomeu is still there. So that's got nothing to do with the coach. It's kind of out of his hands. And so unless the squad gets straight to a, a reasonable degree, and I tend to think that with some good coaching, with a bit of not crazy business, there's enough there that they could go and win the league next season. I don't think that's out of the question at all and go quite deep into the Champions League. And of course, we finish with the best bits of my show, Andy Austin Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday, from 10 p.m. But Jay, there's some there's some breaking news about David Silver. Don't say it, but are you aware of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've always wanted to do this, Jay. Do you want to make your way to the the sports oh, seat? Stinks. I, and I, we do, feel, I feel. And we do some breaking am news. I, am I the, am I James Lua? In a strange world, right? It's time for. Have we got the breaking news stuff? Let's do it properly. Uh, it's time for some Talk breaking, sport, I've breaking news. I've got a link into it. Otherwise, it, you know, wouldn't. Time for some breaking news. Talk sport breaking news. Steve McLaren's told Talk Sport. I haven't done it yet. I've got to say on Talk Sport, so again, it's too early, right? So, time now for some breaking news on Talk Sport. Talk Sport breaking news. Steve McLaren's. Not yet. yet. I've got to finish the word Talk Sport, then leave a little beat, and then press it, all right? Am I reading this? Am I reading this? Time now for some breaking news on Talk Sport. Okay. Talk Sport breaking news. You've got to wait for the jingle to finish, Jay. Otherwise, it's it's really quite easy, right? Time for the breaking news now on Talk Sport. Talk Sport breaking news. Okay. Steve McLaren has no, told Talk Sport... Page. Man- not that page. That's all I've got up here. You've not got the David Silver one up there. It's emerged that English Football League wanted to deduct no, 12 points no, from Sheffield. No, 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 not that one. David it's Silver. understood Aston Villa no, are trying to David, steal a no, march no, no. on Sheffield. It's about, just add a little bit. David Silver, we'll do it again. Da- David, David Silver has taken over as manager no. of men... No, am I, I don't no, know what we're doing. No. I'll tell you what I'll do. We'll have a little break. We'll practice it. And when we come back, we'll have some proper breaking news for you. Former Manchester City playmaker David Silva has joined La Liga side Real Sociedad for two seasons. The Spaniards' 10-year spell as City came to an end after Saturday's... What's the matter? Oh, I see what you're laughing at. <laughs> Signed for Valencia in 2010. The you midfielder, don't need to bother that. 34. Okay. He made three... You don't need to bother okay. with that. That was tonight's breaking news. Talk sport breaking news. Yeah, two year deal for David Silva. Real Thothia dad. Oh, I mean, look, it's a no brainer, isn't it? Free transfer. He's going back to his homeland. 34 is not old, is it? N- no, not when you play lo- the way he does. No. You know, he doesn't. It's not like he need a big engine on him. He's a statue, just statue the of him outside the Etihad. What do you make of that? I would. I mean, he's pretty special, right? Yeah. But is he? I mean, I there's, there's not a statue of Cantona I mean, outside Old Trafford. There's I mean, a, if you have to have a statue. If you've you got one of Lampard. If you had to have an erection outside City, who, yeah. would, who could you think of? I mean, there's, um, there's Bell. Who yeah. else is there? Yeah. Corrigan. Lee. Yeah. Who else would you have? Com- Company. Company. Yeah. There's lots. If you Is there an, any erections outside Still, the bridge? Ozzy. Oh, Peter Ozzy. Yeah, is there Ozzy's, really? Where's that? Where's that? He's there. He's there. Ozzy. Outside the bridge. Oh, okay. Outside Old Trafford, there's a massive erection outside what the megastore. Who's it of? The, the George Best. Bobby Bestie. Charlton and Dennis Law. Oh, the three of them. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Fantastic. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Is there not one of Sapphire? Uh, yeah, there is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they're looking at him. Right. He's, he's outside the megastore. Right. Yeah. There's, uh, to my knowledge, no more planned erections no? outside. Uh... If you were in charge, in, what's the matter? If you were in charge of City, yeah. 
There's just no point, is Bell. there? Yeah. Bell. I know what you're trying. You're so desperately trying to get the other word in, but Bell. you don't. You, you have... No, no. Don't need to. Okay. Got Colin. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that tonight from 7pm on TalkSport, that's Tuesday, of course, it's Leipzig against PSG, Champions League semi-final, presented by Mark Saggers. Mention me! I've just, I've just mentioned you! Oh, fine. <clears throat> Mark Saggers, commentary from Jim Proudfoot and Danny Mills. And then, of course, me and the farm boy will take calls on the back of that game, whatever time it finishes, probably 10. I mean, if it's extra time and pens are on a bit later. Do you still get the same money? Of course we do. Oh, happy days. Yeah, if it goes extra time and pens, happy days. Anyway, make sure you join us for tonight's Sports Bar from 10... There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcasts first thing in the morning. So make sure you press subscribe every time you listen to it. Well, not every time, just once, and then you don't have to bother. So when you wake up and go to work, you go, I'm off, I'm going. And your wife or your husband goes, oh, have you got the podcast ready? You go, yep, it's already in the inbox because I press subscribe. So make sure you do that. Have a great day. I'm back, as I said, from 10 o'clock tonight with another sports bar. In the meantime, be safe, everyone, be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.